Hey guys, before we start the podcast, this is a clip that we got from the Exchange podcast with Sunil Prasad. If you want to hear the full podcast, go to the Exchange. We'll have a link below. Enjoy. I mean, that's something I had to tell myself when I first started because I'm a perfectionist and I'm a struggling perfection, recovering perfectionist. But I had to learn to aim for progress and not perfection. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't mean that I don't care. It doesn't mean that I'm not doing a good job. But some things don't always need a hundred percent. I'm experienced at that. <laughs> I'm so experienced at that. <laughs> Perfection? None. No. None. Zero. Let's just go. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing. I would say I've almost become a selective perfectionist in a way. If that makes sense? Is that, that a word? That sense, yeah. I don't know if it's you know, a word, I but choose, I know what you're saying. I choose where I want to excel in. And other things you have to let go. So mm-hmm. to going back to letting go, that's, that's, that's going to come with time. And it's not easy, but it's... Re- it's um liberating when you let go and you're like you know what some things it's not my problem some things i have a team i don't need to know about everything and once i started growing my business and i have girls on the team working with me which i like to say with and not for mm-hmm. one of my pet peeves is when you know we're doing um venue walkthroughs or we're doing a rehearsal and the girls on my team will say oh i'm so and so and i work for la vista events and i stop them like no you don't work for me you work with me we're a team I don't want you to feel like this is something you have to do or you're doing for me. It's something you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you got to let go. And even growing a team, I found that I had to let go because the first little bit, I was the queen of micromanagement. And then season one, season two. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going to burn out. And what's the point of having a team if I'm going to now double check everything they're doing? So I learned to let go and yeah. trust them. Yeah. And it's been so beautiful watching the rest of the team grow. And they're doing some things way better than me, and I'm learning from them in return, which is so nice. There's a, uh, a, the, probably the biggest business tycoon in, in BC. I'm not going to give his name, but you guys can find figure mm-hmm. out who he is. Uh, he's one of the billionaires here. Yeah. He gave me advice about 15 years ago when I first started my company. Mm. Hire the best, pay them well, and get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. And that's stuck. Yeah. That's stuck. Right, I don't. I don't think I'm micromanage this guy at all. Yeah, like he does his own thing, and yeah. I, I don't even know what he does half the time. What are you doing? Yeah. this. All right, cool. All right, and I, you probably you know do so much better because you you have yeah. that freedom, that yeah. autonomy, yeah. right? Like as an employee, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I mean, I sit right beside him. Like it's not even like you know I'm. I'm and some days I work from home and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like that could be potentially a very dangerous situation for a potential employee sitting next to the boss every day, Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. and it's like I hear nothing. You know, can you do this sometimes? Yeah, yeah, sure. But it's like having the autonomy, I think, you know, I mean, I would probably wouldn't have lasted myself if, if there was any sort of right. breathing down someone's neck. It's just, it's yeah. not productive for us. It's, it's, it's not me. We had, we got this, like this office is small. So um, we got all these lights in a box. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to put the lights behind, like behind his desk, right? So, well, in front of it, I guess. And he was going to move the desk back. I'm like, no way, man. Because in my head, he's behind me now. And I can't have that. You're, you've got a thoughtful, I guess, do we call you a boss or a, or a uh, colleague? What do we want to call you? Nah. But that's very, that's a thoughtful call me thing. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that, you know, that kind of stuff goes through my head. Like, okay, this guy's going to be behind me. I'm going to go look back at him. I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. Respect. Makes it, you know, and we need more people like that. I think we need a lot more thoughtful people in this world um, and thoughtful leaders. Leaders. It's, and it's about leaders. the people. Yeah. It's about the people. And I think my mindset of when i started and as i started to grow the team and my business and even just getting clients i don't like calling them clients i call them my couples um 
because it's about the people. End of the day, they're going to remember how you made them feel and, you know, what did you do for them and what did you do over and beyond and how did you add value, mm-hmm. right? Um, and was it thoughtful what you did or was it just a cookie cutter? Here's a templated email and here's a templated response and no emotion. So I embed as much as I can into my work, into my emails, whether it's my social media or my interaction with my couples. And um, so you, I try to heart- let go of that client terminology. You, yeah, your heart's in there. You have to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mine there, mine's there too. And that's I how they see your passion. Because if your heart's in it, they're going to trust you and they know you care. You're not doing this for the dollar amount. You're not doing this for, you know, just for the sake of doing it. You're, you care because you're invested. And for me as a wedding planner, I'm emotionally invested too. <laughs>